K-Pop Pillow Talk includes graphic content that may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to K-Pop Pillow Talk. I'm Millie. I'm Tay. And today we're doing Mamamoo. Oh! Um, although specifically Moonbyul and Solar. Oh yeah. <laughs> because the author that I reached out to literally only does them. It is a very popular ship in the fandom. Mm. This I don't know. Yeah, it's like the most popular one. If you'd seen the compilations, you'd understand why. Well, what's cool about this author, because I took a peek, obviously, before I reached out, is that they, number one, the story that I'm going to read, there's a soundtrack recommendation right as, you know, before you start reading. And then uh, this author also includes pictures and, like, gifts in between their story. So to help you better picture what's going on. That's fun. Yeah. Um, so let's just jump right into it. I'm doing the one. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you know, it would help if I tell you exactly who wrote these. Um, this is on Wattpad by Whisk as Whisk as on crack. Whisk as crack? Or Whisk a sun crack. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of it's. The word whisk, A-S-O-N, crack. Do with that what you will. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they had no special, like, requests, so let's get into it. I'm going to be reading We'll Get Married Someday. And the soundtrack recommendation is She Keeps Me Warm by Mary Lambert. Aww. <laughs> it was an event like no other. The girls had just completed their guest performance at a wedding and were now on their way back to the company building. Inside the company vehicle, the girls were evidently still buzzing from the surreal experience and animatedly discussed the event as it that just took place. My dream is to have an outdoor wedding in a tulip field, Hyejin shared. Sorry, sharing of thoughts garnered enthusiastic interest from her members. There was a lot of big words there, and it totally uh, yeah, stumped to my brain. Keep at the sentence, and oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, before, before Yongsun chimed in, weddings somehow always make me emotional, even when I don't know the bride or groom personally. Buell looked at the girl through the rearview mirror until their eyes met, causing Buell to instantly remove her gaze and stare out of the window instead. Buell's mind drifted to the image of Yongsun in that wedding dress that took her breath away the moment she saw her in it. Granted, she may have seen Youngsun through a screen, but it was enough to set her heart alight. And then there's a picture of Youngsun in a wedding dress that I assume uh, Moose will know what it's from. <laughs> <laughs> I do not. Oh, probably from that show, right? Where she got married yeah. to Eric Nam. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what an odd show. Um, also... Also, anecdote, I never get emotional at weddings. I only get emotional at proposal videos. Anytime I see proposal videos, I start to cry. Wow. Yeah. And like I weddings get never get me. Vows. <laughs> if they like write them themselves. It's right. like the yeah. I get emotional at all of it, even proposal videos. I just love people being <laughs> Youngsun felt considerable tension the moment Buell avoided her eyes. What's on her mind? What's with that pensive look? 
Young Sun's mind was filled with apprehension until Wean interrupted her train of thoughts by asking Buell about her desired wedding. The girl under the girl under question hemmed and hawed. Hemmed, hemmed and, and hawed. hawed. <laughs> Love that. The he and the haw. <laughs> <laughs> that totally made me lose my place because <laughs> much to the amusement and frustration of her members. Uh, well, for me, uh, I have this grand plan in mind, uh, that the wedding would most be the most magnificent union of two people you have, would have ever witnessed, Buell answered with ambiguity. Wow, this author is really just throwing words at me left and right. Wow. My dyslexia is struggling. <laughs> just be aware, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> that made her members erupt with disappointment. Honey, you might as well have said that your wedding would involve some kind of human and a... All right, this is a Romanized Korean word, so I'm not exactly sure what... Pakun uh... Kang. Maybe it's a person. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, that. <laughs> uh, Wean's blunt response sparked goffs from Hyejin <laughs> and Yongsun. Wow, goffs? Gaffaws. Oh. <laughs> Still, still, but I think I even said guffaws. I mean, I don't even know some of these words. Okay. Time skip. At the end of the workday, Buell and Youngsun returned to the older girl's apartment. Buell had become such a frequent guest that Youngsun felt uneasy without Buell in the apartment. I'm dead beat, honey. Let's stay overnight, Buell announced while she slumped into the sofa. Isn't that your default by now? I've started collecting rent from you, Youngsun <laughs> joked, but her mind was still riddled by the avoidance of Buell's gaze in the earlier part of the day. She figured a way to broach the topic again without seeming as if she was too bothered by it. So, were you intending to make, said Romanized Korean word, your flower boys and girls at your wedding? Youngsun attempted w with a light heart joke. Maybe it's, Maybe it's a, a combination yeah. of people yeah. that we just don't know because I'm not deep enough into the Moo fandom. Maybe it's just something at our wedding. At yeah, maybe. maybe. Wedding, yeah. <laughs> with a lighthearted joke while feeding herself some watermelon. With her eyes still closed and the corners of her lips curved upwards, Buell asked her back, Would you like that? When there was an awkward pause in their conversation, she opened her eyes to elicit an answer from Youngsun, who was now panicking at the curveball thrown at her way by Buell and began to stumble over her words. Uh, uh, why, why would you ask me that? I asked you first about your ideal wedding. Youngsun was flustered, and no amount of chilled watermelon slices could cool the heat warming her face. <laughs> Buell couldn't help but giggle at the sight unfolding in front of her. I swear to God, stop being so cute, before going over to give Youngsun's cheeks a gentle squeeze. Shall we wash up and go to bed? Buell asked casually while making her way into the room with Youngsun following suit. Hey, you haven't answered me, Youngsun pouted while forcefully attempting to stop Buell from brushing her teeth, to no avail. Buell managed to dodge her question once more by sheer physicality and by mimicking a pouty Youngsun. By then, Youngsun's energy was depleted and she was giving up after some subsequent tries to crack this tough nut called Buell. Another day when she's drunk, maybe. <laughs> They settled into the comforts of their pajamas and soft linen bedding. Good night, Buell. Youngsun turned to her lie on her right side while she figured Buell must have fallen asleep since there was no response from the girl. Youngsun was close to drifting off to sleep when she felt an arm tighten around her waist from behind. At the exact moment, Buell's deep, soothing voice broke the silence. 
You looked stunning in that dress, like an angel out of a fairy tale. Yang Sun was taken aback, not just by the fact that Buell was still awake, but also by the sudden... I don't know, my, I skipped a whole line and then I had to go oh. back. Young Sun was taken aback, not just by the fact that Buell was still awake, but also by the sudden and random comment. She definitely knew which dress Buell was referring to as they had watched that episode together when it was aired, despite Buell's detest for the show. Young Sun squeezed the hand that Buell had on her tummy but remained silent as she anticipated more insights into Buell's thoughts that might explain the gaze avoidance earlier that morning and ambiguous answers related to weddings. After all, it was unlike Buell's be so tight-lipped about something that was not a secret, at least not to the members or close staff. That was the moments that answered all of my doubts. The moment I knew I wanted to be walking down the aisle with you in that wedding dress. The moment that opened my mind and heart to a possible future with you. That I wanted to make you feel special and loved every single day of your life. Oh my gosh. That I believed I was born to love you and make you happy for the rest of your life. Ever since then, weddings always remind me of the moment when I witnessed your (laughs) ethereal (laughs) beauty. And it scares me because I've never wanted anything more in my life before. Young Sun turned around to face Buell, who was now tightening her grip around Young Sun's lower back. The faint moonlight filtering into the pitch black room offered both girls fair vision of each other's faces. Young Sun spent some time admiring Buell's facial features and tracing them with her thumb before planting a kiss against Buell's forehead. I can't imagine walking down the aisle if it's not you I'm walking with. I can't imagine a life without you in it, Buell. And then there's this really cute picture of them. Aww. As the night deepened, both girls fit perfectly next to each other and drifted off into the sweetest sleep with their hearts beating in syncrasy. Mm. And that's the end of that's this one. so cute. <laughs> it's so soft. It's so soft. Oh no, I pressed the picture. There you go. I love that. Uh, I almost started to get emotional because it sounded like a proposal. <laughs> uh. I'm going to read Lost Phone. Can you reach me? No, you can't. (laughs) The soundtrack recommendation is Girls Like Girls by Haley Kiyoko. Mm. I left it here before. Where could it be? Buell was starting to panic as she searched high and low for her device. Yejina, have you seen my phone? I left it here before we went over to do archery. Could you try calling it? Archery? Yeah, they, uh, pretty sure Moonpeel did it in Isaac. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I always forget that they I'm do that. I'm pretty sure. I don't, don't quote me on that. Okay. There's no answer. Only Hyejin replied after trying a couple times. I always forget that Hwasa's the makne. Because <laughs> <laughs> her energy doesn't scream yeah. makne. But who's... who's her stage energy. What group... I know. ...has a stage I energy know. where the makne actually matches. Like, yeah. it, it doesn't. It doesn't exist. It does not compute. <laughs> anyway. Hyejina, you have to help me find it. I hope it's not stolen, Buell pleaded, her voice trembling with fear. The two girls decided to split up to search for the missing phone, while Huyin and Yongsun were still oblivious to what had happened. The girls were invited to their first appearance on the Idol Star Athletics Championship. Oh, there it is. <laughs> their company had forewarned them of the program and how chaotic the stadium would be with the broadcasting crew, fans, and idol groups and their staff. Keep each other close and take care of one another. Things are going to be messy and the program directors may not always have the idol's interests at heart. We have seen reports of idols getting injured, so do your best, but don't feel pressured to win. I would rather you enjoy yourselves out there. 
Whiting <laughs> was the encouragement that CEO Kim gave to the girls the day before filming started. A few minutes later, Pule and Hyejin convened, and the latter declared, Unni, I couldn't find it. Could you have left it in the washroom? We have to prepare for the next event soon. Pule was worried sick by now, and for good reason. She had recently gotten into photography and had been pestering Young to be the subject of her pictures on the pretext <laughs> of, honoring, of honing her skills. Young had always second-guessed Pule's intentions whenever she would take pictures or record videos of her, but the older girl never doubted Pule's talents. Besides, the pictures that Pule took of her turned out artistic and were a breath of fresh air compared with the ones taken by professional photographers. Well, all... Well... All these would have been harmless if not for the multiple Yongsun-themed photo albums with cringe-worthy album titles. Oh, and that video. A visible worry and doom grew over her face as she furrowed her brows but snapped back to reality when she heard a familiar voice call Snap after her. Snap back to reality. <laughs> <laughs> the difference in our minds. That's where, that's where Millie's mind went. And mine went, back to life, back to reality. I also was thinking... Every single idol's phone, every single one, is like gold, you know? Yeah. There, There's no way that they don't all have just copious amounts of pictures of their members that we have never seen. Yeah, like I'd sell a kidney for Jimin's phone. Right. I, that, scientists could probably study that for the next 50 years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. A visible worry and doom grew over her face as she furrowed her brows but snapped back to reality when she heard a familiar voice call out to her. Pangushi, what are you standing here for? I've been calling you. We have to get going. And was engulfed in Yongsun's embrace. Peel was overcome with fear and guilt that she couldn't bring herself to look at Yongsun. Meekly, she muttered, Yeah, sorry, Unni, let's go. She was certainly sorry for much more than just almost being late to the relay race. On your marks, get set, go! Honk! The sound from the start. <laughs> Hark! Ha, hockey stick! <laughs> the sound from the start pistol signaled the start of the relay race, and the first runners of each team dashed towards the next teammate. Buell, being the most athletic of the team, was the team's anchor. She crouched in a position that would make dashing off more efficient as she looked back over her left shoulder for Hyejin. Seconds felt like hours as her mind drifted momentarily to the what-ifs on the leaked photos and videos. She was distracted once again, but managed to tune her mind back to the event that she was participating in when she saw Hyejin receiving the baton from Wien. Focus, she tells herself as she exhaled sharply and readied herself to receive the baton from Hyejin with her right hand. She started jogging as Hyejin was approaching and dashed off after getting the hold of the baton. Buell was in the lead and was the hot favorite to win the gold medal. The finish line was within reach. I am going to finish this race quickly and find my phone. I can't <laughs> let another pair of eyes. Just before she could mentally finish her sentence, Buell tripped over a bump in the running track and face planted the ground. Oof. As her comp, jeez, as her <laughs> competitors raced past her for a chance at grabbing the gold medal. Fuck, Buell cursed under her breath as she cupped her nose with her hand. When she regained her composure, she jogged to the finish line to the cheers of the audience, who were applauding her sportsmanship. Buell politely. <laughs> Buell politely looked up at the section where Mumus were sat and bowed several times as if to apologize for letting them down. She quickly retreated to a quiet corner beneath the stands as her teammates ran over to check on her. 
Are you okay, Bewley? Youngson asked with furrowed brows as she tried to inspect Buell's face. Oh dear, you have a cut on your... Youngson stopped when the girl started sobbing and motioned for Wien and Hagen to leave as she assured them she would take care of the girl. I am sorry, young Abuel managed in between sobs as she lowered herself into a squatting position and buried her head deep between her crossed arms over her knees. <laughs> Don't be silly, Buell. I'd rather you be healthy and well than to win some stupid medal for a show, young son comforted her as she stroked her back. Are you feeling okay? Do you need to see the medic? She felt a pang of guilt the more young son showed concern. I, I mean, I, I lost my phone, young Abuel stuttered as she lifted her head, avoiding young son's eyes. My phone doesn't have a password, and there are a lot of your photos in there, and also that video of you dancing to Honey Bee. You what? Young Sun instinctively raised her voice before lowering it for fear of being heard. Thoughts raced through her mind as she pondered over Buell's words. She was angered yet shocked and confused that Buell had recorded her dancing unclothed. I'm sorry, Honey. Oh. I really <laughs> am. I'm sorry for being so careless. I'm sorry. Please forgive me, Yunga. I'm sorry. Buell was a crying mess again, and she must not have heard Youngson's phone ring amidst her sobs. I got a call from Honey from EXID. She has oh. your phone and is coming over to return yes. it now. <laughs> Youngson herself was still processing the potential severity of the situation when she received a call from Buell. She had so many questions about what Buell had said, but reserved them when she noticed Hani peeking into the dimly lit corridor that the girls were gathered in. Young Sun got up to greet Hani, and Buell followed suit. Hello, Hani, she. Thank you for picking up Buell's phone. We really owe you a favor. Young Sun spoke on behalf of Buell, who was still recovering from her fall and the sudden turn of events. Hello, Solar, she, and Buell, she. You're welcome. I picked up the phone from the area beside the track. The phone wasn't locked, and I saw that your number was starred as the top contact, so I called you. Honey explained in gesture to Youngson, who was slightly blushing by now. She was glad that the corridor wasn't well lit, or Honey would have witnessed her cheeks flushed with embarrassment. When she had composed herself, Buell thanked Honey personally as Youngson walked away to give them some privacy. Hello, I'm Moon Buell, born in 1992. Thank you so much for finding my phone and for keeping it safe. Oh, I'm born in 1992 also. That makes us peers, Buell, Honey excitedly exclaimed. <laughs> By the way, I have to apologize for going through your photos. I wanted to find out who this phone belonged to. I should have gone through the contacts list or messages first. Sorry, yeah, Hani said sheepishly and followed up with a bow to apologize. There was a hint of secondhand embarrassment in Hani's voice that rubbed off on Buell too. Ah, uh, that's okay. At least it wasn't a dude who saw them, Buell cautiously replied, hinting that she understood what Hani meant by saying she saw the photos. There was a glint in Hani's eyes as she moved closer to Buell. She looked around them for signs of possible intrusion before remarking, So I guess that takes our friendship to a whole new level, eh? <laughs> Buell gave a confused look before Hani whispered, Looks like we play for the same team, buddy. Let's hang out yes! sometime. With that, Hani cheekily winked at Buell and coolly bade her goodbye with a gentle bump against the shoulder. And that's the Oh my the god. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Number one, Hani... Well, EXID is my old girl group, number one. Yes. Number two, Hani is my bias. And number three, Hani is a lesbian queen. Like, yes. we're, we, we've been new. We've been new. Um, <laughs> and I, we've never read any EXID. No. And never have any of them come up in, no. like, a story. So it just made me so happy. I did not expect that. Yeah. And... <laughs> I miss them so much, and I need to watch Honey's movie coming out. Oh. <laughs> oh. 
What great stories. Lots of big words, lots of sentences that trip me up. Mm-hmm. I quite like that. <laughs> and I love Mamamoo. Yeah. Moonbule is my bias. And I agree that the um, Moonbule and Solar ship is superior. Mostly because Hyejin and Wien are just such great friends, and they've been in it together since they were, like, 13, so... Yeah, it doesn't feel... It's not the same. It doesn't hit the same. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I knew that they had been friends for a really long time, um, but as soon as you said that, I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. But I don't... Well, we don't know. <laughs> I know. And I hear nothing about, like, Hwasa and Moonbule or, like, Hwasa and Solar, and then, like... Yeah, no. Others... I can't imagine. <laughs> Moos, hit us up. Let us know what the deal is. What do y'all think? And we finally, just like very recently, watched Mama Moo's comeback. Ah, yes. Very good. I love, I love that, I love that they're always willing to experiment with their music and like how they didn't feel the need to like try to do this like big grand comeback and it was just like mm-hmm. a really nice ballad. I don't, I haven't listened to like, was there an EP that came out with it? I'm not sure, but if there was, I haven't listened to it yet, but I got to. Yeah, and, like, we all know that Mamamoo are fantastic vocalists. Yeah. We know that. We Everyone knows that. Yeah. Um. So it's nice for them to come in with this. I'm actually kind of surprised how little there weren't, how, yeah, how little groups didn't come out with, like, a soft ballad mm-hmm. throughout the pandemic. Mm-hmm. That's true. Because, like, it was a very good opportune time for that because everyone needed it. Yeah. So. I like it. Um, I haven't looked up the lyrics yet, though, but I can imagine it's probably good. And there is an EP. It's a four-song EP. Okay. I'm going to have to take a listen. Um, Stray Kids just came out with, like, a ballad. I saw. Mm -hmm. I haven't heard it yet, but I I did see. I watched it. I watched the music video. It looked great. Nice. It's a nice, soft comeback with dark hair. I love that. Nice. (laughs) You know. Yeah. The whole group has black and brown hair. Beautiful. Beautiful. (laughs) Hyunjin's back. Mm -hmm. It's a a good time. Yeah. Um, Uh, Bang Chan's uh, hair is finally long again. Ah, good. And a normal color. Good. I feel better about that. Yes. Um, do you have any other K-pop things you would like to mention? No, honestly, I've been very, very detached. Um, I have, have not been keeping up with like the latest and greatest. Um, I know recently people were trying to come for Namjoon's lyricism and weird. Yeah. And yesterday when I logged onto Twitter, everyone was like going crazy because I guess people are complaining that BTS only do English songs now, which really confuses me because the new song that's coming out is their third English song. (laughs) So it's not like gonna be forever. I know. And like people are forgetting there was a whole ass B album Mm -hmm. that came out after Dynamite. So I don't know what's going on. And film out. So yeah. I don't know, but yeah, other than that, I haven't really been keeping up very well. Mm-hmm. We both got our Rolling Stones box sets. Yes, which now that I have it, I have no idea what I'm going to do with <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, I've been thinking, it. I've been trying to figure that out because I also, I mean, we both got the butter uh, vinyl. Yes. But I got the butter vinyl and the butter cassette. And yeah. I put those up immediately, like on the shelves. But the Rolling Stone one is kind of different. I feel like it should go somewhere else. Or I should just get rid of the box and just get, uh, like, 
plastic coverings yeah. for the magazines. Yeah. Because honestly, the box was not that impressive. No. I thought it would be nicer. I thought it was at least going to be like wooden or something. <laughs> well, no, not wooden, but like, because it's like a thin. It's, it's, yeah. It's not even like thick cardboard. No. You know? It's, it's thinner than a pizza it's box. A, like, like poster boards are sturdier than this. Mm-hmm. And so I was expecting something that you would sort of like lift open. Yeah. But alas, earwax. Earwax. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all we got. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought about getting another album today. I might. I don't know. <laughs> I've been thinking about getting my favorite TXT album because I was listening to it the other day and I was like, man, I never bought myself this album. Mm. So um, for I, I can't remember the name of it because I'm terrible at keeping album names intact. Tra- in um, but it's the one that Runaway Platform 93 Quarters is on mm. that one's my favorite i was thinking about getting the stray kids miro one mm. whoa, oh, whoa, oh, whoa, oh. <laughs> but anyway but instead after work yesterday i stress bought like almost all of sailor moon's manga nice nice <laughs> it was a rough day anyway anyway um if you like uh, what <laughs> anyway thank you for listening to this podcast episode <laughs> Um, if you want to hear more from us, please be sure to check us out on our social media. That is at K-Pop Pillow Talk on both Instagram and Twitter. One word, all lowercase. And if you like this podcast, please give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or any other listening service that allows you to do so. It really helps us out. Yeah, and with that, thanks for listening to this episode of K-Pop Pillow Talk. I'm Millie. I'm Tay. What a hey. Hey.